What's going on, folks? And welcome to another edition of a Thoroughbred Teamsters podcast. I'm your host, Jay Rich from Northern California's Local 315. Uh, with this episode, we did a little something different. I was able to get an interview with Donnie Garcia. He's a local 315's secretary treasury. Um, it's our dude right here. Uh, this man takes care of business, been taking care of business for a while. Um, he, he's in charge. Uh, can't, can't, can't stress how hard this dude works, um, for us, uh, you know, for the greater good of the union, for the greater good of local 315. And, um, you know, just want to give him his, his, um, his say on how, you know, how he, he does things. Um, you know, not so much how he does things, but his role as secretary treasury. So, um, you know, hopefully check it out, give it a listen. Um, he's able to give some really good advice towards the end too. It's about an 11 minute interview. Um, it was a late night and, uh, you know, he was, he was kind enough to wait for me and, and, and give me this chance to, to help explain to you guys, you know, not only what he does, but, but what our union dues go to. Um, I know sometimes I've heard questions around the new members, like, man, what do these union dues go for? What, I mean, why do they take them out? Well, he, he kind of gives a, a general explanation of what that's about, um, you know, it, it's really the the lifeline of our union, and, and he gives a brief explanation on that. Um, check it out. All right. Well, uh, once again, we're here with uh, Secretary Treasurer Donnie Garcia. Thanks for joining me, Donnie. Oh, thank you. Um, no, it's a late night. All trying to get home. Um, you know hopefully knock this out real quick just want to do this quick interview kind of let people know um what your role is as a secretary treasurer um the the functions you perform maybe any advice you may have to give them so you know let's knock this out give them something to learn um basically what i what i work with the purpose of the podcast is is to inform educate and encourage so just if you stay along those lines kind of keep that in mind as we're going along you know that's that's all we're trying to do is inform these guys educate them and encourage them to you know maybe uh, become a little bit proactive in uh in, in whatever way they they feel was necessary um so so how how long have you become a uh, have you been a teamster and when did you become one uh i became a teamster in 1987. Okay. Uh, i worked for Serta mattress company which was non-union and I started the uh, organizing of that place to be union. Where was that at? Uh, that was in Vacaville, California. Okay, okay. Um, so, so moved up through the ranks, I assume, uh, worked right. your way. And uh, as I mentioned, you're, you're now the secretary treasurer of Local 315. So, so what are some of the functions that, that you do at 315 now? Well, my role as the secretary treasurer is, is pretty simple, pretty basic. Uh, we represent working men and women, and we make sure that they have benefits, make sure their working conditions are satisfactory, and make sure they make good wages and, and a retirement. Um, the local uh, has approximately uh, 100-plus companies, and we have around 5,000 members. And I administer the local day in and day out. And like I said, we try to represent working men and women in all basic and all facts. So, so I'm sure you know, you know, you make sure we have fair wages, health and health and welfare benefits. Correct. And I'm sure that's real easy, right? Uh, that's not the easy part, but that's the easy <laughs> explanation of it. Uh, j- just to kind of give uh, the listeners a, a, 
just kind of like a, a view of what, what you do. How, what is some of the resistance you get from companies when, when trying to, you know, to, to fight for better contracts, fight for fair wages, uh, health and welfare, pensions? Like, how often do you face resistance? Well, every time we go into negotiations with an employer, uh, there's always resistance. They don't want to uh, pay a fair wage. They don't want to make sure the benefits are covered uh, or a retirement. So that's, that's what our jobs are as uh, union leaders, is to make sure that these companies uh, take some of their profits and pay it to the people that actually do the work and uh, so they can make a living as well. And would you say that, uh, say, as a, I'm a delivery driver, package car driver, uh, a unionized package car driver has better wages and health and welfare and pension versus a non-unionized? Absolutely. It's, it's a proven fact that uh, union companies uh, our members get paid better, their benefits are better, and their retirements are better. Cool, cool. okay. Uh, you know, hopefully get into that in a future episode, kind of start laying out some of the statistics that are available to us. Um, it's not just an opinion, folks, it's a fact. Um, Correct. So, so moving forward, um, when a, as a union member, we pay union dues. Correct. Um, it, it's something that you get right in the door. They make it clear to you, the company that you work for, you know, you're, you're kind of signing papers away. You might not even realize what you're signing away. They, they explain it to you. I've talked to people who, who understand what's going on. So, so these union dues, they, they come out monthly. Um, what, what is the importance of the union dues to someone who may not know? Well, if, if you're newly hired at a location and they tell you that your dues are going to be, you know, uh, whatever the amount is, uh, basically what that is, is you have a contract that was agreed to by the employer and the union, and your dues pays the salaries of the agents, it pays for uh, legal advice, and we found at some point if a member gets in trouble and we have to spend $10,000 on an arbitration to get somebody's job back, those are what your dues money is paid for. Uh, the one thing that it's not uh, used for is political donations, but everything else that we do to administer this local is what the union dues pays for. Now, 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 just a quick sidebar, real quick. The political part. Um, we we have a, a organization drive. Correct. Um, could you just briefly explain what drive is? So, what drive is was created. Oh my! If I'm not mistaken, back in the '50s. It stands for Democratic Republic Independent Voter Education. And when we try to support candidates that support working men and women, the only way we can do that is through donations from our members uh, that sign up for Drive. And we try to put candidates in office that are going to support our members. And if they don't, then we work uh, twice as hard to get them unelected. And as uh, today is, I believe, November 14th. So last week we just had the elections. I just went across the nation, Correct. also locally. Um, can you briefly share maybe any victories we got that Drive helped win? Uh, we supported approximately, uh, gosh, there's several 
counties and several cities that we've supported candidates and probably 75% of those candidates uh, were successful. And the reason that we supported them is they go through an interview process with all the local unions. And when they put down on a piece of paper that they're going to do A through Z to protect our members, then they get our support. And we were successful, like I said, in about 75% of the people we supported. Labor-friendly, Labor-friendly. officials. You can pick up the phone. You can say we're having an issue at this location. Uh, for example, uh, if it's a garbage company, people sitting on city councils where franchise agreements uh, are huge in order for them to get to work, um, we can make those phone calls if you supported somebody that's willing to take care of working men and women. Gotcha. Um, so, so you know, we're just going to make this a brief interview. Uh, kind of start begin closing it out. Uh, this, this might be a, a a big question, but what what are some of the challenges you believe unions face? Maybe not so much nationally. Let, let's focus more on what what challenges three fifteen faces. Uh, maybe going forward from this point? Uh, the biggest challenges we face now are just the the new generation of younger individuals coming to work and not really knowing what a Teamster union is, what a contract is. And when we don't have um, enough time to get out and explain the basic uh, union, you know, uh, what it is, it's kind of hard to expect the younger generation to, you know, fall in line and say, you know, what can I do to help make this a better job or a better union? Um, and then employers, I think they kind of uh, take advantage of that, too. Oh. Oh. And, you know, they'll make you do certain things because you're not familiar with calling your business agent. And, you know, sometimes, I hate to say, but sometimes employers like to break the rules until they get caught. And our role is to make sure that, you know, uh, they get a hold of us and we... Uh, fight for their rights. Yeah, that's one of the things I've mentioned a few times on here is is management loves to exploit the uninformed. Oh, absolutely. And absolutely. That that's the biggest challenge. And when you're not informed, you just do kind of what your employer says and because you trust um, them. Because you, you trust them, you, right? That's my boss. They're not going to steer right. me wrong. But my experience shows that the boss has numbers to to make, and that's what their goal is for that day. And sometimes they might even say whatever they have to to make those numbers, even if it's not truthful or maybe even a violation of the contract. Absolutely. And it's unfortunate, but, uh, you know, a, a younger person coming in is really not going to challenge an employer because they they take their word for, you know, being right. And th that's why unions are important, because we look after your working conditions and we'll let you know if if something's right or something's wrong but i would say the best thing you can do is always ask the question of your shop steward or your business agent if you don't think something's right gotcha um we'll close it out with this question right here um we'll make it a, a two for one if 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 you were, were brand new young just entered the workforce donnie garcia 2018 walk into a unionized shop and the, the Donnie Garcia of today came up to him and gave him advice. What would you give yourself walking into that shop right now in regards to what, not so much what you have to look forward to over the next 20, 30 years, just if you, if you wish you knew something then that you didn't know until 
last few years, last decade or so? That's kind of tough, but I, I think if I had to do it all over again, I would definitely get more involved. I would find out who the your core group listens to and figure out the best way to uh, make sure that when there's an issue, um, you go to the right individual. Um, because sometimes uh, not being uninformed and you're new, you just work day to day and you don't get involved. But I think getting involved would be the most important, would be my advice for new members. Pick up the phone and call your agent. Introduce yourself. Um, but I think that's the advice I would give for myself as well. That seems to be a common theme. Yeah. Uh, Donnie, thank you. I, I know you're a busy man, and I know you had a late night, and uh, I, I appreciate you know you giving me this interview. Thank Anything you. Anything for you, my brother. Right on. And that concludes the interview with Donnie Garcia, uh, Secretary Treasury of Local Union 315. And really what that role is, is he's the Chief Financial Officer of our local. Um, he accounts for every nickel, dime, and penny of the 5,000 members' monthly union dues that come in through our local. So he, he runs a tight ship. Um, every general meeting, which is the second Wednesday of every month in Martinez, with the occasional Vallejo and Saturday meetings, um, every every general meeting he does a financial rundown, uh, shows accountability, making making sure you know every 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 penny is accounted for and he, he does it and, and this meeting is open to any union dues paying 315 member so you know i urge i i encourage you guys you know to at least check out one meeting a year um i mean just come see how it operates come see come see it in motion check it out give it one time and and just you know it it shows really the work that that the entire local is doing. Uh, the business agents give their monthly monthly accounts of what they've been working on, what they've accomplished, and, and what's in the pipes. And, and and we conduct other union business there as well. So um, again, I'd like to thank Donnie, Donnie for the interview. Thank you, thank you, Donnie. And uh, you know, this is Jay Rich from Northern California's Local 315, a Thoroughbred Teamsters podcast. I'll check you out next time. Thanks. <laughs>